Hello, friends. I'm Luke, and I serve on the music team at Holy Family. We continue to hear stories from people like you who listen to the Holy Family podcast and consider Holy Family your church. And whether you're someone who's constantly on the go, hasn't found a church community where you live to which you can belong, or someone who's wondering about the shape of your faith, we are honored to be with you by sharing these reflections from our Sunday liturgies. We rely on the generosity of our congregation, which includes you wherever you listen, to help our ministry achieve and maintain financial health. If this podcast has been a gift to you, would you consider making a contribution so that we can continue offering resources that welcome questions, curiosities, and doubts? You can make a gift by following the link in our show notes. That's at holyfamilyhtx.org. From Holy Family HTX, an Episcopal church for people without a church, this is the Holy Family Podcast, a collection of ideas about leading a Jesus-centered life. We clearly explore the church's understandings while bringing our own questions, curiosities, and doubts, and we never demand fake agreement. Theological exploration is just better that way. So, let's take a moment of silence as we get ready to contemplate today's ideas. In the Episcopal Church, Easter is actually a 50-day feast. And to let you underneath the hood on the logic there, the idea is that if the wilderness of Lent is going to last 40 days, by God, the Feast of Resurrection ought to go on for 50. So you can even hear it in the name when uh, Easter comes to an end. It ends on the Feast of Pentecost. You can hear it in the name. So like 50 days later. So it's still Easter. Happy Easter. And today's Easter text says that Jesus Christ is the good shepherd. I wonder if you can hear Jesus's voice. I wonder if perhaps you came today to try to hear Jesus's voice. And it's clear we need to hear this good shepherd's voice Yet another week in America where racism continues to prove that it's got us in its hands. Where we continue to settle for cheap versions of freedom that always ends up meaning more guns for people. And another week where we continue to make life more cruel for God's beloved trans children. Is there a good shepherd with any other voice? Today's Easter sermon declares Jesus is the good shepherd. Jesus Christ calls us by name. And when Jesus Christ calls your name, my dear sisters, brothers, and siblings, I'm here to tell you that there is nothing to fear. Now that's actually good news because there's a lot of times when people call my name and I think, "Uh uh-oh, yes, Bishop, Uh, or... (laughs) like version of the principle these days or your mom or your dad but when Jesus Christ calls your name there is nothing to fear it's the good shepherd 
the loving shepherd gives you a refuge of safety. I wonder if you can think of the places in your life that have been safe sheepfolds for you. Grandma's house, a basketball court, a bed, a pew in a sanctuary. These are the kinds of places that Jesus Christ leads us. Are you willing to be led by Jesus Christ? Perhaps even into a place that you aren't sure looks like it's going to turn out to be a place of refuge? In the gospel, Jesus, the good shepherd, says, not only am I the good shepherd, I am the gate. Well, what do gates do? Gates break up walls. They open up access. They create passageways. And sheep inside of a pen can pretty easily become sitting ducks for thieves and outlaws trying to coax sheep out to follow them. Jesus counts on you and I knowing the difference between the voice of the good shepherd and all fake pretenders. The good shepherd is the gate. Thieves and bandits climb in another way, but the shepherd knows the sheep by name and leads them out. Because sheep will not follow a stranger. They will run from them because they do not recognize that voice. So perhaps that's another way for you to narrate your religious history. Are you sure that you were running from God? Or is it that you were simply running from voices that claimed to be the voice of the shepherd? But you knew better. You knew deep down that actually they were the voice of the stranger. And as tragic as that story might be, you not following the voice of a stranger, even if it means no longer participating in a religious community for a while, one thing it certainly is not is unfaithful. It just means you know the Good Shepherd's voice and you're unwilling to settle for anything less, no matter how authoritative the stranger speaks. My hope is that Holy Family will continue to be a sheepfold for those who have no idea how deeply loved they have always been by the living God, and that there has always been place in God's Holy Family for you. Too many of God's children have no sheepfold where they feel that they are safe. My prayer is that even when we have the best of intentions, and most of the time I think we do, that there are still those for whom this community is a sheepfold that appears to be a wall that is too high. So are you willing to let the Good Shepherd seek out others and let them come? The Psalm says, if Jesus is the Good Shepherd, we shall not want. You and I are frequently tempted to think that God is being stingy with us that God's holding back the good stuff, saving the top-shelf wine for another occasion. But we discover in Jesus Christ that the reality is quite literally the opposite. God has determined never to be other than to be with us 
in Jesus Christ, the good shepherd. Therefore, God has given us everything that we need to be with God, to be with one another, and to discover that there are no others. It's just us with this God. God has held nothing back. God has gone all in. And the risen good shepherd is here to guide us to lie down in green pastures, according to the psalm. Now, I don't lie to me. We're in church. I know that seems scary to some of you. Who in God's name has time to lie down in a green pasture? Who has time to frolic? I have a staff. I have a classroom. I got kids. I got a parent who I'm now the caretaker for. I have an assignment. I have a report. These quarterly objectives are not going to meet themselves. And all of that requires my full anxiety. So when the good shepherd says, why don't you come over here and lie down for a minute in love? I don't have time for that. Perhaps you can hear the good shepherd's voice saying to you, you are very good at what you do. But that is not why I want to be with you. The only thing that I've ever wanted out of you is to be with you. And I want to be with you because of who you are. Whether you do something else again or not. The risen good shepherd refreshes us with the waters of baptism, the psalmist says. We celebrated baptism at the Easter vigil. We celebrated baptism two Sundays ago. And we have more baptisms on the calendar for the Feast of Pentecost. The waters of baptism are where we live in the power of the resurrection. Baptism asks you to imagine how could you live your life as if you already died and resurrected? The good shepherd says, you can go ahead and do that now. You've already died. You've already resurrected. So go ahead and live as if that's already happened. What are you waiting for? The good shepherd says, live in the peace today. Be embraced by the mercy today. Forgive your enemies today. Be slow to anger today. Be generous today. There's no more waiting. The risen good shepherd is here to restore your soul. But are you and I really willing to do that? I confess some days I think I want it. And then there's other days where I'm like, tomorrow would be fine. How about you? Do you want to be healed of your burdens? Do you want to let go of the grudge? Do you want to learn the language of celebration? Or would you rather stay fluent in the language of critique? Do you want to begin noticing all of the loving, liberating, and life-giving work in the world? Or do you prefer to remain comfortable with a chic nihilism that never really moves beyond criticizing? I mean, for all of the ways that people like you and me can see injustices so clearly, don't let a fundamentalist spirit get smuggled in. 
bringing new versions of purity tests and cruel hot takes that makes hearts bitter and enemies out of everyone who doesn't see clearly. Hear the voice of the Good Shepherd, who does something that I wouldn't do, frankly, and I don't think you would either, which is this Good Shepherd sets a table in the presence of our enemies. I'm very good with them staying away. (laughs) I'm very fine with them being not here. And this good shepherd says, now we'll do a, we'll do a table where everybody gets to come. Even them. We'll put a table out that can transform scarcity into divine abundance. We'll do a table that shows you what hospitality can really look like. We'll do a table that transforms our fears that life is not always going to be a grassy meadow And our imaginations will be nurtured by the one who loves us and is always with us. So that we can make all of our lives places for God's healing and refreshment to move not just in us, but through us, to others, in your boardrooms, behind your bars, at your lunch tables, in your classrooms, in your backyards. It is through you, Holy Family, that the risen Good Shepherd can be with those who work or watch or weep this morning. Through you, the risen Shepherd can tend the sick and give rest to the weary and bless the dying and soothe the suffering can pity the afflicted and who can shield the joyous all for love's sake. Through you, the risen good shepherd can be with those in the valley of the shadow of death, bringing strength and courage to face the day, even the worst day of their life. Holy family, the risen good shepherd knows you by name. And every time we run to hide, the Good Shepherd always finds us. Every time. Now, I know American Christianity likes to talk about sheep finding the shepherd. That's really not how the Bible imagines it. The Good Shepherd searches until every sheep is found. In love, Today's Easter message is that you did not find the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd has found you. You can find more resources to help you lead a Jesus-centered life at holyfamilyhtx.org. Again, it's holyfamilyhtx.org.